So a very warm welcome to our Queen's Community HealthCast listeners. My name is Barbara Ross, and I'm joined today by our Health Board Coordinator Extraordinaire, Elizabeth Bailey. Our special guest is Shelley Walker, the Queen's County Senior Safety Coordinator, and we're going to talk about the impact of COVID-19 on our seniors. COVID-19 is a global issue that has been part of our lives, I think, for, what, nearly seven months? And it's affected us in many, many ways, but more so for our seniors, both in the urban and rural communities. So thank you for joining us, for coming along today, Shelley. Thank you for having me. So just to kick off, what would you say has been the main area of focus with seniors in Queen's County during this initial outbreak of COVID-19 and up to now? Well, Barbara, I'd have to say social isolation has been the most apparent during COVID-19. Social isolation harms seniors in their health and it reduces their quality and quantity of contact with others. And of course, that leads into loneliness and emotional stresses and poor health. COVID-19 has caused a lot of closures for many businesses, organizations, activity centers and community groups. And that's had a severe impact on senior socialization. Right, because it's bad enough for the rest of us who are still able to get out and about, but for our seniors that are at home, that really is a challenge. So what are some of the activities that seniors might have lost during COVID-19 that have caused the social isolation? Well, there's quite a few. Um, Many closures most certainly left a void in seniors' lives, and some of them are like the closure of Queen's Place Centre which provides a safe and organized venue for seniors. They have seniors' uh, morning coffee groups, the fitness center and activities. They have an indoor walking track that seniors enjoy, as well as just going out to a hockey game. Those are just a few of the activities at Queen's Place that were affected. Then if you look at the communities, the local restaurants and coffee shops were closed, and so they no longer had a place to socialize, whether it was for morning coffee or the uh, lunch date or supper. Different activity groups and clubs were also affected, and seniors lost the routine of participating in activities. And just different groups like bridge groups or darts or, you know, their nightly bowling leagues or curling or whatever, they, you know, they weren't able to go to any of those. Another area would be churches. They were unable to attend their church services because churches had to close down as well. The Astor Theatre here in Liverpool also had to close and uh, it resulted in the cancellation of different events such as the 2020 Liverpool International Theatre Festival. And then Queen's Manor as well had to discontinue some of their programs due to their safety restrictions. And uh, so the adult day program could not continue. Family visitations were basically shut down until they were able to open the outdoor visitation The meal preparation for the VON Meals on Wheels program also had to come to a halt. And that also came to a halt in North Queens as well. Wow, that certainly sounds like the experience of the seniors that I take care of as well. They have uh, lost out on so much, as we all have. Yeah, so did you find more seniors reaching out for assistance over this period of time, Shelley? Most definitely. Really from the middle of March until early July, that was the biggest area of time that we received so many calls from concerned citizens and seniors. 
Many calls came in from seniors who had no means to get their weekly groceries or even their well from the town well and prescriptions. Those were the three big things. And due to the COVID restrictions, not having taxi transportation running, and they didn't have their normal support system to help them, they didn't know what to do. We had numerous calls from people who were lonely, isolated, talking about financial issues. We had some calls on senior abuse. We also had calls from seniors regarding alcohol and drug abuse. And then, of course, anxiety and fear from seniors. The seniors had a great fear of going out into public, asking questions like, where do we get masks? And, you know, how do we wear them properly? And they just didn't understand the safety protocols that were put in place in many of the businesses that were around. And then, of course, anxiety and fear from seniors. The seniors had a great fear of going out into public, um, where, you know, asking questions like, where do we get masks? And, you know, how do we wear them properly? And they, they just didn't understand the safety protocols that were put in place in many of the businesses that were around. We also had many calls from seniors who were needing to go to the hospital, and they had no transportation to get there. And this, again, was a result of the unavailability of transportation services. Some had to contact EHS each time they needed to see a doctor and outpatients. Some were very afraid of the fees related to EHS, and uh, so they stayed home and suffered it out. And then there was also the ones that would call that had no family physician and just needed a prescription refill or just a minor checkup at the doctor. And uh, they were afraid to go to outpatients because they didn't want to clog up the ER departments. Um, All of these things played a huge part on their, their mental health. Back in March, too, I worked with Kim Maslund, our MLA for Queens and Shelburne, and also Carla Malay from Community Links. She's the coordinator for Queens and Lunenburg County. The two of them and myself got together and we put a call out for volunteers and asked if there was anyone out there that was willing to help just do simple tasks for seniors. And I have to say, we were truly overwhelmed with the amount of people that came forward to help us. And uh, in fact, there were so many volunteers, we haven't even got through our full list of contacting them to ask them to come out and help. And we did uh, ensure that they were equipped with the proper protective equipment, such as gloves and masks and hand sanitizer, and to ensure the volunteers and seniors were safe um, when we were doing things for them. We had a no contact doorstep delivery protocol put in place so that no one entered anyone's house or the seniors didn't come out and have a big chat because, you know, we didn't want to have any more contact than what we needed to. Well, that's fantastic. It just goes to show you how robust Queen's community is. When the needs are there, they step up. Were there any other community organizations that were able to reach out to offer assistance to seniors during the the worst of the COVID-19 time? Yeah, there were quite a few. Again, Carla Malay with Community Links and I got together via many telephone calls and we came up with an idea of care packages for seniors. And we were able to come up with 100 packages that were assembled by my daughter as donations came in from all over Queens County. Once a few of the businesses around heard about our project, we started receiving donations, both in products and monetary donations, to purchase the items for the packages. And we had things come in like crossword puzzle books, pens, snacks, bars of soap, COVID-19 information sheets, hand sanitizer, notepads, calendars, and numerous items came through. It was great. 
Once we had the packages completely together, we reached out to our counselors in Queen's County and, you know, they're more familiar with the vulnerable seniors in their areas. And then Carla and her husband, as well as my daughter and I also delivered some of the care packages. And through these deliveries, we made some wonderful connections and we were able to help Queen's County seniors in countless ways. Some of the other projects that were done throughout Queen's County are um, the South Shore Multicultural Association. They kindly donated to the Senior Safety Program to help isolated seniors cope during this extraordinary time. And they also did a project where they prepared three different art projects, packages for seniors. And I spoke with Ann Founds, who was looking after this project um, of the Social Multicultural Association. And she said this project has been a huge success. Uh, another one is the Liverpool Anglican Church. They contacted me and they also did up a few care packages with a variety of items and some gift cards in them. And we delivered those around the community. And a big one was the United Way and the VON Frozen Favorite Meals. The United Way funded a program in collaboration with the VON and their Frozen Favorite Meals. And they did up individual meal packages at the local VON office. And then we asked for help to deliver them. And so Community Links, Queen's Transit, and then Senior Safety and our team of volunteers delivered close to 800 meals throughout Queen's County to the seniors during June and July. And I have to say it's incredibly impressive the number of organizations that came together to assist seniors in Queen's County. And uh, it certainly makes you proud of where you live when things like this happen. Just on the subject of um, what's been happening within your program, can you tell us a wee bit about yourself and what other programs do you offer in the Senior Safety Program? Sure. The Senior Safety Program's main focus is to help seniors stay safe, healthy and independent in their own homes and in the community. We provide and promote information to enhance personal safety and home security. We also promote and increase awareness of reduced victimization of seniors targeted by such things as consumer frauds, scams, and identity theft. Scams is a big one right now. I have a lot of that going on in Queen's County. I get numerous calls a day about them. Some of the scams that are going on right now are about credit cards and that charges have been made to your credit card and that they're not sure if it's you making those charges. There's another one about Amazon charging things to Amazon in your name, and CRA. They're looking for you to confirm your social insurance number. It's the bank calling, and they want you to confirm your credit card number. So as we always tell people, do not give any information over the phone. If you do fear that there's something that's gone on with a credit card, hang up and call your local bank or go into your local bank and talk to them. Um, never, ever give any of that information over the phone. We also increase awareness of the issues and factors involved in the detection and prevention of senior abuse. We also build partnerships and supports and engagements with seniors, with the RCMP and community partners who share in the same visions of safe living at home and in our community. Well, I guess the big question for all seniors and for people who support the community, Shelley, is do these services, do you charge people for them? You know, what do they cost? No, there are no costs to any of our programs under the Senior Safety Association. We do offer free presentations to the community groups. Um, any community group can contact us and we can have presentations on such topics as loss and grief, medication safety, senior abuse, senior driving. 
We can help with home repair grants, property tax grants, and home heating grants. And we also can chat about living alone, hoarding, fire safety, fall prevention, as well as uh, caregiving, such as Alzheimer and dementia support. And there's so much more that I could never get through the list. But if you have anything that you wanted somebody to come in and talk to you about, just contact me and we'll certainly have somebody come out to your community group and chat about that topic. Well, that's excellent. Thank you very much. So even though much of our province has opened up, there remains this uncertainty for all of us about our future with COVID-19. Is there any other areas you'd like to address around the services and COVID before we wrap up? Certainly, I cannot emphasize enough. If you notice a senior struggling, whether it's during this pandemic or if it's at any other time, please reach out to your senior safety program coordinator in your area. Perhaps you're not in a position to help them for whatever reason, and that's okay, and that is why we're here to help. And it doesn't matter whether you live in Liverpool, Brooklyn, Milton, Danesville, Port Jolly, or Kent, or any nook or cranny in between, we can certainly do our best to assist the seniors in any way that we can. On top of that, many seniors, they won't reach out because of fear and embarrassment. Many live right in your own neighborhood and are living in isolation. They don't have family close by or friends. And something to keep in mind are the key components of senior isolation. Changes in health, uh, sickness and or disability. Things like life changes, like living alone for the first time in years. You know, they might have been married for 50 years and now one of the spouses has passed away. And that makes a big change in their life. Even the death of a pet is a big change for them. Mm, so certainly, mm. you know, reach out if you know of any of those things happening. Poverty is another thing or a change in income. A spouse passes away and you're now down to one income. It makes a big difference in a senior's life. And then, of course, inadequate transportation is another one. You know, watch out for these things around your community. It does make a difference. I've seen it for myself. As I say, I think we're very fortunate to have you and your organization as part of the resources in Queen's community. Can you tell our listeners how they can get in touch with you? Certainly, I can be contacted in a, in a few different ways. Mondays and Fridays, you can find me at the Queen's Home Support Office at 266 Main Street in Liverpool. And my number there is 902-354-3333. Tuesdays, Wednesdays and Thursdays, I am at the Queen's RCMP Detachment. And the number there to reach me is 902-354-5721. Or at any time, Monday through Friday, you can reach me on my cell phone. Typically, that's from 8 a.m. till 4 p.m. And that number is 902-350-0231. Thank you so much, Shelley. And we look forward to talking to you again. Thank you for having me. For more resources on today's topic, or to learn more about the work of the Community Health Board, visit our Facebook page, Queen's Community Health Board. Thanks for listening, and tune in next week to join the conversation.